up, East High? Hello, welcome back. Condra, it's the 200th episode of Amateur Nerds. Just want to say, okay, go. I, I can't do the applause noise with my mouth, but I can say woo, and I sound like I'm far away. Oh, you know what I can do with, with my mouth? I, I can do the, I can make the sound of a vibra slap. It sounds like this. Why are you like this? <laughs> it's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical one minute at a time. I'm Condra. <laughs> and I'm vibra slapping Tyler. And we are, somehow, we managed to convince her to come back. Allison is here. Happy to come back. <laughs> it wasn't hard to convince. Allison, what do you think of my vibra slap impression? Very good. Very impressive. <laughs> you're, very, you're very nice to him. <laughs> <laughs> Today we are talking about minute 96 of High School Musical. Minute 96 starts out with uh, everyone singing Wildcats Everywhere, Wave Your Hands Up in the Air, and ends... With everyone singing Wildcats Everywhere, wave your hands up in the air. Whoa. I swear it's a full circle. Um, they've actually <laughs> moved locations, though, for this bit. Because we have a dance break in this song. <gasps> dance break. Woo. Um, you guys all just danced for a couple seconds, right? No. Okay. Yeah. You didn't see me, but I did a full-on <laughs> break dance. I did that thing where you walk on your hands. It's really wow. a shame that we're not video recording. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a non-visual medium. Oh, man. <laughs> Y'all would have been so impressed. Well, yeah. Well, we can see each other, right? We're using a video chat feature, right? No. We release it as a podcast, but but we're using video chat so we can see each other, right? Right. Yes. And yeah. that's what you're supposed to say. <laughs> <laughs> and weren't you guys so impressed when I did those dance moves? I, yes. I was, yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes, and? We get lots of dancing in this minute of High School Musical. <laughs> we start out with some, some nice close-ups of Troy, again, dancing to camera. Yeah, I mean, if this whole movie was close-ups of Troy, I'm sure, um, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't complain. No, I'd be very happy. I think that they should do a director's cut of that. <laughs> <laughs> Snyder cut. Would it be like that version of the B movie where every time they say B, it speeds up? But instead, they just zoom in on Troy in every single shot. So all you see is Zac Efron. There's no one else in the movie. <laughs> High School Musical, but it's only close-ups of Troy's face. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's still all his dialogue and stuff. It's just him, though. Only scenes where he's on camera. During those scenes, we just zoom into his face as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Except when he's doing the moonwalk and breaking free. Because we have to see full body <laughs> for that. <laughs> I wouldn't object. I think that'd be fine. Get at it, Disney. I mean, it would be a it'd be it'd be an interesting. Yeah, how much screen time does Zac Efron have in the movie? Do you think a lot? I don't know how much. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm just, I'm just thinking like taking any concept of a plot, and I guess this is what happens in books sometimes that you only get this such a zoomed in perspective of this one character like you only understand the plot from this one character's perspective or what what's going on around them because you're only working with that individual character like how much of the movie would be different if like you couldn't see the visual cues of other things happening because you only could see Troy's face I mean it would be confusing because you hear words but you won't be able to see what was happening but again, it would still be a good movie because it would be good, staring yeah. at Zac Efron's <laughs> face for 30 minutes is not a bad thing. No. Oh, and the shirtless scene. Then that one, we don't just zoom up on the face. 
<laughs> that brief moment where he was kind of shirtless. Anyway, uh, dancing. Uh, we're all in this together. Yeah, we get, um, as, as Kenny Ortega is wont to do, we get a dance break. And I really like the way this dance break is edited. I don't know about you guys, but they basically there are six couples of dancers, so 12 people in total, that are doing the same moves in center court, but it's edited so you only see like two people do a portion of the dance and then it cuts immediate edit to the same point with a different couple and it... I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Yeah, it all bleeds together very naturally, and it's super fun to watch. They're all paired up in the couples. It's it's interesting, too, that we get, um, we don't get, cha- so we get, it's all basketball players and cheerleaders, which are the, like, the hired dancers for this film, basically. But we also have Chad and Taylor, and it's not Chad and a cheerleader, but it is Taylor specifically, which is really interesting that she stands out especially color-wise, like all the other pairings, they kind of bleed together, but they really stand out in the middle and they get a little more screen time in this dance break than the other groups. Yeah, they dance really well. I mean, I don't know their history. I don't know if they ever danced before this movie. Presumably they had some experience, but they, they're all dancing really well. For I presume they that the main characters weren't professional dancers. I can't imagine um, Monique Coleman had like a dance background based on what we had looked at her credits in the past but it, it definitely like th- they all trained and worked hard for this movie and it, it really comes out here yeah i mean any young person who's an actor has been singing and dancing for most of their life probably so i'd imagine her skills are up there yeah they have to be the triple threat so yeah. they kind of, I don't know what area is their best area. Whereas with the dancers, obviously dancing is their best area. They were hired specifically to dance. Whereas with the main characters, they're expected to act. They're expected to dance. They're expected to sing. So exactly. I think Although that Taylor never really you can't sings. be perfect at everything. Oh, yeah. She never sings, huh? She we, we make each other strong. Oh, that's her well, only there you go. Well, no, because that got me <laughs> curious because... Uh, during the hiatus, we're going to be talking about the High School Musical in concert. And I was like, wait, but Monique Coleman is on my DVD cover. But what does she what is she going to sing in this concert? Is she ever going to do anything? You know what I just realized? I, I just looked into Monique Coleman a little bit more. Um, she actually competed in Dancing with the Stars and got fourth in the whole competition. Oh, that's pretty good. Very cool. Dancing with the Stars is hard. Looks hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, do you know from personal experience? Yeah, I was going to have Whoa. <laughs> Didn't realize we had a true celebrity on this show. I mean, there probably have been podcasters on Dancing with the Stars, but I was just going to say, like, what are we going to get Griffin McElroy on Dancing with the Hell Stars? Oh, yes. <gasps> That'd be amazing. <laughs> I love that you guys love the Bam. I actually don't listen to them, but. Oh, you don't? <laughs> it was just a pull. <laughs> it's just a pull. Oh, okay. Such mad respect for the McElroy family and yeah. all the work that they do. They would be good pulls for Dancing with the Stars in terms of like top podcasters. You'd have to have a top podcaster. So yeah, get Joe Rogan on there. <laughs> yeah, he's the topest of the top. <laughs> he's the tippy top. You could get like Karen Kilgariff for the My Favorite Murder or someone. That would be cool because some of these people are already have a dancing background when they go on Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. But who has less of a dancing background than a podcaster? <laughs> Presumably, I don't know. I don't know their personal really? history. I can't imagine that Joe Rogan was a dancer. Uh, this is fun. I like this. <laughs> uh, 
so dance break ends and then we get a new the the crowd builds and we start with just troy and gabriella and then sharpay and ryan come in and chad and taylor and it just builds this like little pyramid of of dancers and they're just doing the we're all in this together dance and they do both forms of it and um this is where i have two things one drew Celia is vocalizing wonderfully during this section of the song and you really hear him hit some really nice notes and there's some great pull out moments in the same way gabriella has some as well that they, their voices stand out however zach efron does not lip sync those <laughs> <laughs> so it really stands out and then Jason looks super into it in this minute. He looks like, he's like, I like this formation. I like this moment. I did not like the last time I was dancing. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun shot because we're kind of, um, it's a wide shot and we're kind of slowly zooming out or like back, not even zooming out, but just kind of backing up while more and more people get added. I, I wish that they had stayed on that shot and like had a more of a steady cam while, while people slowly got added in. But um, what they they do some editing instead or some close ups. But I like it. It's kind of this like Avengers assemble moment where you're like, oh, there's our guys, and we're like, wait, there's more, there's more, and then it's like, oh wait, they keep at how many like how many people can we fit in this shot? Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> and they do it slowly. <laughs> it it really gets to the um the talent of all the dancers here though that they time it so well. Like you see Ryan and Sharpay run in and like pick it up at the exact right moment, and knowing in the back of our heads that like they filmed this in a day is crazy no i didn't know that yeah so this they because of the when they could get access to this gym Mm -hmm. they had a day to film this whole scene yeah that's crazy (laughs) that's a lot to film in a day yeah it's really cool too just to see the the joy like they were probably exhausted but like Monique Coleman in particular, I just noticed she had like this huge smile on her face. They just look like they're having fun. And I mean, this I mean, this is one of those moments where the, the choreography emphasizes the point of the song and the point of the movie. They're all in this together. And here we see them all dancing in sync one by one. They're all joining formation as in they're metaphorically all joining together on the same side. And it's one of those touching pieces of like, oh, yes, this is where it's all coalescing yeah they're metaphorically and literally all together that doesn't mean they're all in this together because Sharpay was just against them but now they're all dancing they're all happy so (laughs) it's all in the past really hopefully no one has any character regression though oh yeah no way there's no way we'll get into the next movie and then Chad will be like I don't know man I'm not sure about this singing thing no definitely not I'm not sure which characters regress but that 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 would be my main guess (laughs) No character regression is all just uphill from here. Yeah. Yeah. How do they make three movies out of that? We'll have to find out. Uh, yeah, I don't we'll just know. Just dig deeper into Kelsey. <laughs> all the Kelsey. All Kelsey plot. all the time. We're we're big Kelsey fans on this podcast. Oh yay! <laughs> who's who's your favorite of the tertiary characters, Allison? Who's my favorite tertiary character? Which ones would you think are tertiary? They're not as important. I kind of like the girl who was the nerdy one who liked to dance. Martha. Martha. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, that's a good her. answer. She, she's awesome. She'd probably be my favorite. Yeah, sometimes she thinks it's cooler than homework. Dancing being cooler than homework. <laughs> it sounds legal. It sounds crazy. <laughs> it sounds crazy to think that anything could be cooler than homework, but 
You know, she's just a rebel. Like I don't that. even think that's legal. I don't think that is legal. <laughs> Where do high school movies get the idea that nerds like doing homework? <laughs> I don't know. We hate it just as much as everyone else. <laughs> I was never a nerd, so I went, no. Oh. <laughs> Not like I was cool. That doesn't mean I was cool. That just means I wasn't an AP. You didn't make history documentaries to compete against other people that made history documentaries? No, did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, though. Yeah, I mean, it was a thing I did. <laughs> It, they're interesting. It's definitely a, a product of its time and my education level. I'm I'm not a nerd. I'm quirky. There uh, you that's, go. That's my stance on it. He's a nerd. He just doesn't like saying he's a nerd, despite our whole podcast feed being called amateur nerds. Calling us nerds. Yeah. We're not professionals, at least. So you guys have any other broad thoughts? This is kind of the, the big climactic song. Any Any thoughts on like how far we've come or um, like what this kind of beat in the movie feels like, like this is the big moment that everyone that we've been building to. So I feel like we should try to comment on right, it. Yeah. It's nice because this is such a divided school. They really made a point of that in the, why am I blanking on what it's called? I know. Stick to the thank status you. Quo. <laughs> stick to the status quo song. I didn't realize that was the title of it. Yeah. And the stick to the status quo song, they really made a point that it's like, this is where the skater guys sit, and this is where the bookie kids sit, and this is where the jocks sit, this is where theater clubs sit. It's it's similar to Mean Girls in that way, where it's a very divided school. Mm-hmm. It's very much like, this is what you are, and sit here. So they aren't all in this together at that point, and they're all sort of singing at each other, and then Sharpay's like, be quiet! <laughs> she just goes on a rant <laughs> and they're not in this together the whole movie this movie's about like sabotage basically i feel like sharpay's trying to sabotage their chances and then not only that but their own clubs like turn against them and so then all of a sudden they're all in this together which is sweet i mean it's a little bit confusing how we got to that point but it's sweet that they end up all in this together i think that's good for them i hope they keep it up <laughs> Tyler, I guess the big question is for you. This is this is the big ending that you have not like. Th- this is the end of the movie. How? What are you thinking? Uh, to remind those at home, and then Allison, just in case you didn't know, Tyler's never seen this movie before, so we've oh, been experiencing what? it one minute at a time, quite literally. Uh, so I and I'm gonna need to give the whole thing a rewatch. Maybe I'll have time before next week to sit and just uh, let let the uh, pacing of the movie wash over me to see if it's actually <laughs> effective but um i think the uh, the fun of this song does a lot to cover up the kind of not not that there's like plot inconsistencies or anything i think the the beats of the movie play out relatively okay but they're just not very deep it's not a, it's not a very emotionally complex movie and i i think it would have been interesting to see the movie try to really make Troy's conflict like a little bit harsher, like where he seems like he would really have to make the decision or that he would really be in trouble. But it never really feels like anything's going to go wrong for him. Him and Gabriella kind of, you know, they don't break up, but they like go through a little bit of a difficulty and then they they make up pretty easily. The stakes, I guess the stakes are what I'm um, doubting here. And I mean, especially, and we talked about it when when they win the state championship, they just like cut to the end of the movie. They win within 15 seconds and Mm -hmm. we're like, oh, (laughs) 
oh, that was it? They just won? Oh, okay. We were like, the whole movie was building to this, and that was just it? Okay. So I think that's part of it. But like I said, the this song does so much to make up for it. Like, It's a good song. No no complaints. And I think I... I think my 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 position on the movie is relatively maintained where it's like it's a fun movie and I understand why people like it um but I don't think it's really a movie that I personally connect to or that I feel like has any deeper um emotional right reaching out happening yeah and that's fair maybe if it was made for adults they would have gotten more into that and maybe if it had more than 90 <laughs> minutes they could have made reboot. it deeper yeah. Well, I'm I'm excited to see High School Musical too because I mean, I people have differing opinions on this, but people say that the second and third one are are better. So, so good. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see where they go because I think the characters are interesting and I want to see if they can actually pull off some some more meaningful character growth in in the next ones. And I think it's hard for them to really hit I mean, they drew up a plot and then they wanted to hit every point, but they had 90 minutes to do it. So it's hard to get into the nitty gritty in 90 minutes. I don't know why they felt like they could only make it 90 minutes, but if they had made it longer, they would have had more time. I was kind of like you. I saw the equation and I'm like, okay, do they win? Do they win based off that? <laughs> okay, I guess. Yeah. Well, and I think I think it's interesting because the movie is centered around Troy and Gabriella's relationship. And so all these other characters are kind of extemporaneous. I don't know if I'm using that word correctly. But then it also doesn't feel like we ever get Troy and Gabriella's relationship really tested or really focused on enough. Like there's enough focus on them too that no one else really gets enough attention, but there's also too much attention on everyone else that we never get enough focus on our main two. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. But I'm not, I, and I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer or negative. I'm just trying to share some observations. And maybe on the rewatch, I'll kind of get a better sense of it. But I'm tr- trying to be analytical for the sake of being analytical. And that's not always helpful. Well, do you want to be analytical in a different way? Yes. So we'll move into our Disney Channel original movie of the week segment. Sure. Uh, unless Sorry, Allison uh, has anything abruptly. else. Yeah. yeah I'm just <laughs> Allison, trying to think. do you have anything? Uh, no. I think that um, their relationships tested more in High School Musical too, And there's a really... There's a breakup song in it. So you haven't seen High School Musical 2 yet, right? Amazing song. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like, it's a really beautiful or amazing song. Not beautiful, but kind of. I mean, it's a breakup song, so you don't want to say it's beautiful. But it's a really good song. All the High School Musical songs are really <laughs> good. So the relationship will be tested more in High School Musical 2. Technically, Condra and I watched High School Musical 2 when it aired, but I don't remember it at all. Yeah, I haven't watched these movies in like 10 years. This morning was the first time I'd seen High School Musical in like forever. But they were such a big part of me when I was little and have such a big place in my heart that it was interesting going back and watching it. It really holds up. I mean, maybe it's partially the nostalgia, but I think it's really good. There aren't glaring problems the way some other movies have aged. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was campy back then, and it's kind of campy in the same way now, and I I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I like campy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Condra, hit us with a DCOM of the week segment. So what Condra will do is um, Condra will give us the title and some of the actors and maybe a little bit of hint about a Disney Channel original movie. And then Allison and I will get to guess what that movie was about or just kind of make up something creative for our own sake. But Condra, what movie have you chosen for us? So today I have chosen the 2007 Disney Channel original movie, Jump In! Exclamation <gasps> point. 
Wow. This one stars Corbin Blue and Kiki Palmer. And it also includes David Ravers, Lavian Green, Shanika Knowles, and Kylie Russell. Um, it was directed by Paul Hohen and written by Doreen Spicer-Danley, Regina Hicks, and Karen Gist. So, 2007 film jump in! Exclamation point. So, so where are you at with this one, Allison? Do do, do, you, do you know anything about it, or wh- where are we? Uh, I knew who it starred. I <laughs> like over a decade ago. I'd seen the um, Disney Channel ads for it but i never actually watched it so working off not a lot i know it's about jump rope (laughs) i barely know that i think yeah double dutch is the term right if there's like two people there's like two ropes and then you like jump in the middle and you like do dance moves or like try to like do something cool yeah i could never do it but it's called double dutch i wonder if it does it does it originate in where are dutch people from denmark is am i netherlands the netherlands okay yeah uh, what what's Denmark? Are what they are Danish? They? I hope that's right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Is that right? I think so. <laughs> it's so I'm confusing. <laughs> I think you're right. Dutch is the <laughs> Netherlands. Oh, okay. I looked that. I'm confident on. Top I know question that. is for Denmark Dutch or Denmark Danish. Is Denmark Danish or Dutch? People from the Netherlands are called Dutch. While it is acceptable to call a person from Denmark Danish, the correct term is Danes. The official language of the Netherlands is Dutch, hmm. while Denmark's is Danish. So they're Danes. They okay. speak Danish. Okay. Look, look, we learn something every every episode. Danes speak Danish, you guys. <laughs> okay, cool. So double Dutch. Again, we don't know if, if this origin, originated in the Netherlands, but sure. That's what it's called. So I guess, what is the what is the plot of this movie where Corbin Blue does double Dutch is the question we need to answer. Should I go first? Yeah, hit me with an idea. It's a collaborative process, okay. I suppose. Well, I think that it's loosely based off Romeo and Juliet, like so many movies are today. <sighs> okay, great start. I love this. <laughs> Thank you. So there's a feud between the families about Jump Rope. Okay, so are, are they in like West Side Story gangs of like oh, Jump Rope? Oh, for ropes? sure. <laughs> you, know those, like, <laughs> you know those Jump Rope gangs? Always up to no good. Yeah. Corbin Blue, he's in one jump rope gang, but Kiki Palmer's in another? Yeah. Is that okay? So <laughs> I like this. This is great. So what uh what is going on with between them? Like do they how do they meet? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, they're both like legendary within like the world. So the world is like really into jump rope. It's like a competitive sport on TV. Okay. So these are our top two stars of jump roping, but they're from like rival. Maybe they have like rival sponsors. Like one of them's Nike and one of them's Adidas. Yeah, this is LeBron James <laughs> and Kobe Bryant. These are big people, oh, well, oh, but they're feuding. Okay. So that's the difference. But then they fall in love. Yeah. This is important. <laughs> they fall in love. <laughs> as you do. So I guess the, I guess the first act is like building up to a showdown. Between them, like Corbin Blue's training, Kiki Palmer's training, like they're going intense and then they meet at like the world championships. And instead of being bitter rivals, like we keep anticipating, they immediately fall in love and we're like, oh, okay. And then act two of the movie is kind of the fallout, like 
they maybe get kicked out of their double dutch gyms and they have to like learn how to work together yeah that's definitely what happens i'm pretty sure that's the plot of the movie they want to make love not war but the teams are upset about it kind of like in high school musical how the teams were upset about it okay they say you can't be in love you have to you have to stick to what you do and sacrifice your own personal wants for the team yes Okay, here's here's my question. This is this is a logistical issue. So if if Corbin Blue and Kiki Palmer team up, who's the who's like a third person that's holding a rope? Corbin Blue with a different hair color. Corbin's <laughs> yeah, twin. Let's... He has a twin named Larry who has purple. Has what color hair? I think Condor said blonde, but <laughs> yeah, blonde hair. And this is and this is our Mercutio equivalent. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry, I, I happen to be a teacher, and we just read Romeo and Juliet, so. <laughs> I know these polls. Um, okay, so they meet and they they have to secretly train together. Um, and then, so like, what's our? I guess what's our conclusion? Or do they do do they die at the end? Yeah. <laughs> what's the no, kind of? Cause... Do they have to like pull a stunt so that the world realizes that we're all stronger if we if we double dutch together? I mean, what's more Disney than taking something which is originally very dark and just changing it so it's not? Right? Like, that's very <laughs> Disney. Didn't Hercules kill his family? And Ariel was supposed to kill the prince? Yep. But you don't see any of that. <laughs> so, no, you can't, they can't kill themselves. This is on Disney Channel. Okay, so maybe, so in Romeo and Juliet, you know, Juliet takes a potion and pretends to die. And then Romeo, like, I mean, in the, in the, so in the play, Romeo commits suicide because he thinks Juliet is dead. Here's what I think happens and jump in. So Kiki Palmer pretends to quit Double Dutch. She's she's actually not quitting, but she announces that she's quitting Double Dutch. And so Corbin Blue's character also pretends to quit Double Dutch. And it makes everyone else realize that, oh, man, we shouldn't have driven them apart because now we lost our two favorites. And then surprise, they never quit all along. And then there's a big double dutch dance party together at the end yeah i think that's what happens in the movie i never seen it but i'm <laughs> yeah. pretty sure that's what happens yeah i'm pretty sure we're we got this 100 percent right um <laughs> any is there anything you want to add before we turn it over to Kondra? uh this turned out more the plot of the movie turned out more like high school musical than i thought that it <laughs> i mean i didn't have i was trying to like <laughs> high school musical is is a little romeo and juliet yeah like because um in the movie troy and gabriella were too upset to be smart or to play basketball and they were like shoot we lost them which is the same thing that happens in this movie so disney yeah. channel is really just going with what they know stick with what you know as it were yeah all right Kondra, how do we do um you know you you got some elements oh yay <laughs> <laughs> So Corbin Blue's character is a boxer. He is one of like the best boxers in Brooklyn. Um, his father runs a gym and his next door neighbor and good friend is Kiki Palmer. And Kiki Palmer runs a double Dutch team. And Corbin Blue kind of makes fun of her and his and their team and kind of makes fun of a lot of people like he um at his gym is like a female boxer and he he teases her quite a bit too and what ends up happening is he's at one of their competitions because his little sister wanted to go and he's like wow this is really impressive 
And uh, Kiki Palmer kind of calls him out like, oh, you think this is easy? Like, why don't you try? Her team makes it to like the next round of the big competition. Uh, but one of the teammates drops out uh, because she's unhappy with the choreography or something of that nature. And so Corbin Blue ends up training and being their their alternate until they can find like their fourth teammate until they can find a replacement and he ends up becoming really good at it and at the expense of his boxing which his dad becomes really angry about and um there there's a lot of tension over he's hiding his double dutch practices uh from his dad and from everyone and this female boxer in his gym that he was teasing finds out and he swears her to secrecy in agreement for no longer teasing and he's really enjoying being part of the team and he gets really good and um, they officially welcome him onto the team and they change their name from the joy jumpers to uh, the hot chili steppers, <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> um, I just had to throw that in there. But unfortunately, he takes a step backwards and ditches a big practice to go to a, sh- uh, a boxing match with his father because his father's getting mad at him for missing so much boxing and he gets kicked off the team and basically Corbin Blue becomes pretty isolated because his dad's mad at him and they they have a confrontation then he has a confrontation with Kiki Palmer's character and in his anger he goes to the gym and is like practicing and this fe- the female boxer like comes over to him and she's like I get made fun of all the time and I have lots of issues around here, but you never see it get to me like, like step up basically. And step up's a different franchise. I I know. Um, (laughs) So the, the movie kind of started with like this big boxing match between Corbin blue and like a, a neighborhood bully, other boxer. And the bully at this kind of low moment comes up and challenges him for a rematch and he just refuses. He's like, no, I'm, I'm not not doing this right now. And Corbin Blue ends up going to the finals despite not being on the, the double Dutch team at the minute and like asks to, to be let back onto the team. And they they hesitantly accept him back, mostly because the replacement they found for him is not good. And um, he does really well and kind of makes up with everyone. And his father comes to realize, like, he was trying to force him into boxing because he didn't want to lose him as, like, a son, like, their connection as parent-son. But, and he's impressed by his skills and, like, that's something you could take into the boxing ring and all that. And they end up winning, uh, beating out the, like, the rival, the big rival team and it, it's kind of one of those big happy endings where Double Dutch is accepted into the boxing community. And um, there's a big song from the movie called... Oh, what yeah, is I was going to say, I remember there being a song similar yeah. to like Get Your Head in the Game. Is that the only song in the movie or is it a musical? It's not a musical. It's um, Push It. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Push yeah. it, push it yeah. to the limit, limit, yeah. give it all you can yeah, give it, because yeah, yeah. we're in it to win it. That's like, I don't yeah. know where that came from. That's in my subconscious somewhere. 
<laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it's those advertisements, Allison. Well, so I don't see the difference between that and our movie. I mean, yeah. That, those are the exact same. So when same. you said that we got elements yeah, I, of it right, you mean that Corbin Blue jumps rope? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. They, there is that subliminal crush kind of thing. Like, they have, they're into each other. Oh, it's okay. not like kiss at the end kind of thing or anything. It's not, yeah, the, the romance is not the driving they they still don't like each other a lot of the time, but they definitely have crushes on each other. So it's it's not it's not Romeo and Juliet in that the romance leads the plot. It's sweet sweet revenge, showing <laughs> other people up, all that good stuff that's running the plot. It sounds like there's some um, emotional depth to it that I would actually try to enjoy. Like it sounds like the people are actually going through like hard decisions and stuff. Yeah, I. I might have seen it once. I, I have no memory of seeing this one, though, so I don't think I did. But, I mean, it's pretty well respected in the DCOM list, basically. <laughs> um, and... It's got, it's, in the community, it's it's held to a high standard. I, I, I mean, it has two good actors, like... I think, Condor, you, and you might have made a mistake here, um, so it sounded like in your, in, in your version, Double Dutch isn't the most popular sport in the world? It's not. No. Are you sure? Uh, um, according to the synopsis I was reading, it's not the most oh, popular okay. sport in the world. But Jump In! Exclamation Point is on Disney+. Plus. So if someone wants to watch it, it's available to stream. But yeah, that is Jump In! Exclamation Point and Minute 96 of High School Musical. Allison, thank you so much for being on this Thank week. you for having yeah, me. As soon as I knew that there was going to be a high school, high school Musical Minute, I'm like, oh my god. I have to be on that somehow. And I somehow found my way in. Well, we saved you to the end. <laughs> and we'd love to have you back for High School Musical too, if you yeah. if you so would desire. Oh, I'd love to do it. Oh, I definitely desire it. It's been real fun. Allison, is there anything you'd like to plug or any like uh, movie recommendations or podcast recommendations for the, all the fans well, listening? Well, the McElroy brothers are really good. I'm not just saying that. <laughs> Sawbones is great. That's the kind of a McElroy spinoff show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I was on The Room in it, and I don't know what else. I watched the High School Musical movies, if you haven't already. They're really good, and I'm going to have to check out the series, figure out what it's about. Great. Thank, thank you. Thank uh, Condor, where can people find us on the internet? Uh, people can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T-GoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I have been Condra. I've been Tyler. I've been Jack Whitehall. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we'll catch you next time for uh, the, the, the final week of Wildcat Minute. Season one. You can bet on it. On it.